0: Once again, at the speed of bites, and just like that, defying the odds, once again, we've made it. Welcome, everyone, to another episode of TGA Unofficial Live. Could not be more thrilled to have my very old and dear friend, Dwayne Moffat. We've known each other now a whole year, Dwayne. Uh, So we're like like long-lost brothers (laughs) reuniting uh, here on the podcast. Can't wait to dive in and learn more about what Dwayne is up to these days, and of course, I'm also here with my co-host and my good pal, Vivica. Vivica, how are you doing?
1: Pretty good, man. Can't complain. Super excited to, uh, to have Dwayne. Dwayne, Dwayne's always, uh, to me, he's always like the guy smiling and happy. So I'm excited <laughs> he's here today because that's how he comes across to me all the time. So um, Dwayne, I guess just introduce yourself for those who don't know who you are and you know where you're from.
2: Um yeah, well I'm like one of the few Canadians I think um in TGA and this ecosystem uh up in Saskatchewan, Saskatoon, Saskatchewan. So um yeah, it's been a fun deal being in this ecosystem. I'm going on like a couple of years now. December 3rd, 2021 I think is my official start date into the wolf den and the whole iteration process that's happened over the last couple of years. So um yeah, and it's you know me and Jake came in together and, and then once we became Guardians, it all changed kind of like we, the process to get to Guardian was just a, a year in the making, it felt like, and a learning experience. And then once we hit Guardian level, it was like a flip switched and it was like, okay, now we're not consumers anymore, we're creators. And that's like when Inside the Den podcast started coming out, it even went through a few iterations. I think we started as like Wolfish on Web 3.0 which was still a cool idea. Like I really liked that idea, but then it, we went down to gray wolf summit and it was like, no, let's do inside the den and talk to all these amazing people. Um, and then we put out, I think almost 50 episodes of that. And then Jake kind of had to readjust and, and go his separate path, which is going amazing. I seen him this past weekend at the last gray wolf summit here and he's doing really good. So, but that, that instituted some changes. And now I'm like just building back up to, okay, stay wolfish inside the den. Where does that fit in this new ecosystem that is? Like Guardian Academy is growing, Wolf Den, Guard Foundation. Like there's all these other parts and pieces now. And I just love trying to put them all together and make sense of it and then pass it on. (laughs) So um, with having you two guys step up and start doing all these kind of interviews with the people of the community, like, I missed that. That was that was what Inside the Den was, was just talking with all the amazing people inside the ecosystem. And so for you guys to step up and start doing these again, it was like something that was missing. Um, and
0: so happy that you did it, actually. It's really awesome. So I have to extend a thank you uh, to you, Dwayne, and to Jake, because when I, I came in literally into the ecosystem a year ago, and I didn't even really understand at the time what any of it was. I didn't know that Wolf Den and TJ had been two separate things and had two t- separate discords. And I remember one of the first things I did was I jumped on um, listening to your podcast, the, the podcast that you and Jake uh, began. And I remember it's it, it, the iteration of um, Wolfish on Web three, and it like helped me understand like what is this thing that, yeah. that this is all built on that I had no clue about? So, um, yeah, I'm kind of a, a leap in the net will appear kind of person. Um, and so thank you, Dwayne and uh, Jake, for for building a net so that I didn't fall in and hurt myself uh, <laughs> as I was getting adjusted. So, you know, you just kind of shared that your journey has and involved some iterations along the way um you've been through iterations of what the wolf den and tga have have become uh the podcast has gone through some iterations um both in terms of content but also in terms of the hosts so i'm just curious like we talk on the facebook group quite a bit about the principles that really you know are touchstones ones that are are really, you know, the, the guiding principles that we go back to over and over and over, or, um, you know, the, the philosophical underpinnings that we rely on to help us navigate life's uncertainties and adversities. So I'm just curious, in your journey through all these iterations, uh, what have been, you know, what, what's been the most important guardian principle or maybe handful of principles that have helped you navigate your way into you know where you're at right now and and you know that maybe you're relying on as you continue to iterate your way forward.
2: Whew. Okay, so right now I'm actually um, building out a Guardian Academy uh, decision flowchart, and so I've been like putting in all these principles and frameworks and you know like. You know, is your solvable problem in place? No? Okay, go here. Like, and, you know, do casework and all this, all this stuff. And it has been, um, to start with, it was the open loops, right? You got to leave the loops open and be receptive. That led to, okay, now I got to put things on MED and MRV, like minimum effective dose that was a big one for me at the start was just like, okay, let's move everything to MED or, you know, balance my barbell. The barbell thing was uh, a big topic of conversation at this last event. And it, and it's true like that, if you can balance your barbell and have everything like over on the sustainable side and then take your high risks over with the upside, like that's where you see that growth happen. And, and so that was a whole learning process and how to balance that barbell, like what, needed, what needs to go to the minimum effective dose and how does that even look and what does that work look like? And, you know, if you put something over into the, to the other side, okay, now all, all my resources go to moving me up the next step. Well, then you got to be receptive to how that looks and be open to change in your mind. And, you know, so it's just everything flows from one decision to the next. And you just like, once you once you start putting all these things together, you have all the tools that you need, but one isn't more important than the other. It all depends on which situation you're in. Like, okay, I need to use this right now. Oh, I need to use this right now. So it's just been, all of it has been awesome. <laughs> to tell you the truth, it's just been great. Um, it saved me. I've noticed over the last two years, like when I turned 40, and you talk about this a lot in your content, Scott, is like that midlife transition stuff. Well, when I hit forty, I hit a transition because it was like COVID and it got messy and and so so I spun my wheels for like a year or two, found the Wolf Den, found Nick's content, found all that stuff. And in the last two years, I can say like my decision making process and what I'm like making decisions towards has improved like exponentially. Like it's now it's two years later and instead instead of just spinning my wheels and being further behind, I actually feel like I'm getting closer, you know, like it's, it's pretty cool feeling actually.
1: So I love that you're putting a decision tree together because I feel like that is going to be super helpful for a lot of us in general. Right. Um, so I'm very excited to, to see that come, come about once you're done. Um, Shout out to Scott because you mentioned midlife and I had to Google the other day what constituted midlife and um, I'm midlife too guys. So so welcome to the club, everybody. Um, But uh, so Dwayne, let's talk about um, the barbell. So you mentioned Mm -hmm. barbell, you guys, you know, at the event, the barbell was a big thing. I think Base Build is doing a barbell strategy session tomorrow. What do you like about the barbell strategy um, and what kind of, Ways have you used it specifically, maybe um, in this maybe last iteration round of, of kind of the stay wolfish inside the den kind of process or iteration?
2: Well, the fact that when stuff gets in the middle, you, nothing happens <laughs> or like the jumps don't happen. Um, you're just kind of maintaining a bunch of stuff mediocrely. Is that even a word? But anyways, it mediocre. <laughs> yeah, just like <laughs> chronicles <laughs> 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 yeah. But yeah, and, and I found like I just had loaded my barbell in the middle, like with everything. Like everything was – I was trying to move stuff ahead and, you know, not enough, not enough uh, resources or input to actually make a difference. But I was still like wasting all this time at stuff where it wasn't enough to make a difference and it was way more than it needed to be just maintained you know so there was a tough few tough conversations with my wife Erin about like okay let's move all this stuff over here and right now you know stay wolfish needs the attention well okay in the last six months stay wolfish has been on a break so it went down to the me to the mev side or the med side Just maintain, probably less than maintain, actually. Sorry about that, guys. But (laughs) anyways, it's like on the not ready to make a change side. Whereas I'm moving into a new phase here where my electrical job and stuff is going to become on the minimum effective dose pretty soon. So now all of a sudden Stay Wolfish is going to move to that. Okay, let's put attention, effort, time, money, everything resources into moving it up to the next step so i can move it back over you know that's that was the key thing is like okay what needs changed is it my family life is it work is it say wolfish like what needs changed and what doesn't like what can just be maintained and that's a floating scale in itself because Home life goes from it doesn't need attention to holy shit it's on fire. <laughs> so you know that that one kind of flip flops back and forth. But
0: <laughs> yeah, the, the the barbell was super powerful for me too when I was working with Laurel Portier on my uh, on my coaching business, and Laurel's the one that introduced me to Nick and um, TG, <clears throat> TGA. And I'm just curious about your take on this, Dwayne, because as I learned more TGA principles and, and um, you know, practices, what I found was that the the barbell is a really important part of, of this whole idea of system reliability. Like if mm-hmm. to get from where you are to where you want to be, you need an efficient and effective system. And the thing about, that, that we know from system reliability theory is that uh the more components your system has the least efficient and effective the less efficient and effective it will become because all those components are not operating at 100 percent or greater efficiency so looking at the barbell just like as a, for instance, for my business, I saw like what you were saying, like I'm doing all these things that are in the middle of the barbell, you know, I've got my website, my blog and my podcast, my YouTube channel and my social media strategy and my funnel and my email, you know, it's like, that's a full-time job. Yeah. (laughs) That there's no coaching in that, that's just work. And so what the barbell helped me do is say, okay, I've got all these things in the middle And I've created a full-time job of just working at my job. Uh, What, what, what can I move all the way back over to the possibility side so that I can focus so that I can get something over to the, um, you know, to the profitable side and get that on an MED so that I can then decide what thing do I want to bring over next? That's going to enhance my overall thing. So, Just, you know, I don't know if that makes sense, and if so, but if so, I'd be curious about, like, as you're thinking about Stay Wolfish, about the the podcast, for instance, like, what are the the cool things that have to happen to, to, to create a system that makes that work efficiently and effectively and get the result that you want it to get?
2: Yeah, that's the million dollar question, Scott. <laughs> you know, that and that's why, you know, that's why I regularly show up on Guardian calls. I, you know, try and participate as much in this ecosystem as possible because there are smart business people in this ecosystem. Not only Nick, but and, you know, some of his audience, but the other fellow guardians have have tools in business that I don't have, like I am fairly new to online creation and content and everything. So sometimes I don't even know what the best practice is or what I should be putting my attention into that is going to make that leap. I've learned, you know, through Nick and some of these other resources, techniques and, you know, some of the things, but I am still a learner for sure um, of what works and what should get attention. for Stay Wolfish, the, the thing that we seen when Jake and me were both working on it was, you know, and we talked about this lots on a couple episodes, was just show up and be useful. So like what I've been doing over the last few months is going through the Stay Wolfish and being like, okay, what created, you know, one of the main things was to build an audience because we haven't monetized anything. So we don't have a deal. We don't have offers. So there's not there's not that to worry about we're just in like audience build mode, <laughs> you know? So it's like, okay, well, what created the be- the biggest growth in our audience? Well, it was just show up and be useful. Like, you know, the syllabus, that's getting an update. Um, Cause that was a big thing for TGA was when that syllabus was built, um, it had the foundations, the principles, the, you know, all the content, the YouTubes, the articles, it was all nicely kind of grease slide-ish. <laughs> so, um, so I'm giving that a little upgrade and update and get that out there. Get gets more eyeballs on stay wolfish. It's amazing. Once you drop off from building content, how quickly the algorithms just kick your butt. So like my content isn't being shown to anyone right now because I don't really put out content. And if I do put out a little piece here or there, then it's just minimal, like minimal engagement. So that'll be kind of one of the next steps is just to maybe build that back up again. So eyeballs are back on it and looking, um, showing up in feeds and all that fun stuff. So, um, that's the next step is just getting re-engaged and, uh, putting out a few things that people find useful and we'll start sharing and then we'll, uh, see what goes from there. I've learned a few monetization tricks, so hopefully we'll be able to put those in place, uh, in the new year. <laughs>
1: So the syllabus was awesome, actually. I remember mm-hmm. when you guys put that out and that was super helpful to have like a, a little you know one space one spot to go to to just get all the information. Um being that there's new, you know, people coming into to TGA as members and also just participating on our, you know, in the Facebook group, the syllabus is actually probably gonna be huge. So looking forward to to the new version mm-hmm.
2: of that. You, you mentioned um if you go to Yeah, uh, yeah, to yeah. Well I just wanna see account. what you I yeah. want to see what up- you
1: add or change or, but. Um, well, the
2: update will have um, like all the old articles used to go to um, the website. Now, now I'm going to direct them to the Substack, sub-stack. you know, because that's, yeah, the Substack articles, they, they kind of got all the content. So, you know, those will be added in there and it'll be maybe a new fresh face look on it. <laughs>
1: gotcha. Well, I'm excited for that. You mentioned useful, uh, being useful, and that was a big kind of concept that that I got from TGA was you know being useful over right because uh everyone wants to be right all the time, right? They don't necessarily <laughs> yeah. think about being useful. And that was a, that was a big one for me because I always want to be right as well. Yeah. Never argue unless I know I'm right as well. So <laughs> being useful is definitely big. What um any tips on how just as guardians we can be useful to each other that maybe like you you can kind of speak on or like hey this this actually worked or you know, this is some of the stuff that we put out that was actually, you know, consumed the most, you know, any any kind of tips on that, that, you know, other creators maybe or just community members in general can use or, or implement to be useful?
2: Um. Well, just on this recent Guardian call on Monday there, Nick mentioned something about a Guardian directory, which w- was a good idea. Um, you know, there is a ton of Guardians that our business entrepreneurs, like that's kind of a big audience in TGA. So, but, but everybody, like, not everybody's a coach and not everybody, you know, is doing the same thing. There's so many different things. And I think you almost got to pick what's interesting to you and just support it, share their content, you know, comment on things, um, but you don't have to do it all. And that's, and that was tricky for me is wanting to just share everything. But then, then your content gets blurry. It's like, what are you, you're sharing like this and then, and then this, what, what does that even make sense? You know, like, and so I would say, you know, if you see guardians putting out stuff and it's interesting, go share it, go engage with it. It, that's what helps. Um, and then if you and then if you actually want to use their service that's even better <laughs> you know like but um yeah
0: there's there's a lot of options at the guardian level <laughs> i love vivica's question because that was a big one for me too maybe even before i came into the guardian academy was you know we we live in a a culture that rewards people for having certainty uh, and I don't mean certainty in the sense that we often talk about it, you know, which is just more confidence and clarity about how to get what you want. But I'm talking about certainty in the more like hubris sense of the word, like overconfidence in things of, of, in which you should have absolutely no confidence at all. Cause you can't know, like we just reward people for believing what they believe simply because they believe it and surrounding themselves with people that believe what they believe and throwing rocks at people that don't believe what they believe. And you know, the the tendency is to try to be right and try to be valid all the time. And one of the things that um, I really appreciate about what you started off with, which is the open loops, is like, hey, what if you open the loop and kept it open and, and sat in that tension of unknowing or not knowing um, long enough to... You know build some consideration for all the various perspectives that there might be on this thing you know maybe maybe then you would actually be able to be a little bit more helpful and useful instead of right and valid all the time and the other reflection just on what you were just saying is i love this what basically what i was hearing is you figured out how to be helpful and useful not by thinking about how to be helpful and useful, but by doing things and trying things, <laughs> and you know, taking things that appeared to be helpful and useful, and then improving them. Like the syllabus, to Vivica's point, that is a that was a huge one for me. You guys kind of put that together just as I was figuring, out, oh, like there's this TGA thing too, and there's all this learning, but it's at that time in Medium articles and you know Nick Smith's episodes, and it was it was kind of hard to get it all together. And you guys really helped create this systematic stepwise plan for how to build, how to learn concepts that built like Lego bricks on each other so that you could actually create, you know, Mm -hmm. some understanding. So, you know, I, I just think as you're iterating, uh, inside the den and trying to figure out what is it. it's what i hear is you know exactly who it's for it's for us obviously but it's also for the people that are like us that just don't know about us yet and you know how do you how do you generate the content that invites the people that are curious and would benefit from learning more to take a step closer to what's going on here and maybe have the confidence and courage to take a step in and make a little bit of a ruckus with us. So um, there's no question there. That's just what I was hearing and what you were
2: saying. That's the nut I'm trying to crack, Scott, is like, you know, providing information to the people that are already here um, and then giving a spot for new people to land and draw new people in. because. Uh, there is a certain language and and context and understanding as you go deeper down the foundations. But if you start at the start and leave the loop open and, and just like um, move through the content, you'll build that language just naturally and you'll build the context behind what's tap, tap, tap or what's closer over more. Or why do we make this decision? Like that just all comes as... You know, the frequency intensity purpose, the more you do stuff, the more intensity you will come out of it. And um, so if you can get new people in and just kind of get them to start doing the frequency of, you know, reading the articles or seeing what, you know, sparks their curiosity and interest and then just guiding them down, you know, the rabbit hole of what's available because Nick will fire hose content out. Like crazy. And, and you can miss, like, if you miss two weeks, say you're on vacation, you could miss like two years worth of like normal person's content. <laughs> and so to have a place to kind of net that all in and, and, and put it together and maybe, you know, help people just like, oh, you, you got to go find this awesome article on open loops. Or because if you missed it, you might have to go digging. <laughs>
1: I love, I love that you said that because there is times when there's just a, a ton of information coming at you at, uh, super fast. But um, that said, you know, being that you put the syllabus together and, and you ha- you've, you you know, been here for a couple years, what would you say knowing now where you're at and how much, you know, information it can be, where would you send a new person or someone who hasn't joined or, you know, someone who's new but hasn't really kind of jumped in yet what what do you think would be the first best steps for them to kind of navigate through all this?
2: Well, pretty soon I'm going to say StayWolfish.com. <laughs> you go there and you'll uh, <laughs> land safely in the in the slide. But um, right now you you got to go to the Guardian Academy Substack and scroll all the way down to the beginning and go through the frequently asked questions. The found it like the you know the just start at the start. Because when Nick was building Substack, that's how he built it. He built it for foundational content first, and it's slowly built up to what it is now. And along the way, you'll find things that will guide you to to up level. If you're like, oh, I need to dive in more on that. Then he's pretty good at putting it all together if you follow the rabbit hole. So but you gotta go back to the start. Like scroll all the way back to the start and and of the Substack and go from there. But soon it's
0: staywolfish.com. <laughs> awesome. Well, while we're coming towards the end of our time together, I just want to, um, just in case you didn't know who you were, <laughs> we have someone on, in the Facebook group reminding you that you are Dwayne. I, I think I'm hoping that they think that you're Dwayne. If they think I'm Dwayne, they're very confused. Um, and then uh, again, Streamyard doesn't let us identify who these people are, but um They'll be uh, visible on the Facebook group appreciating everything Dwayne does for our community. And I guess, you know, kind of as we're wrapping up, Dwayne, I would like to just um, – we started off with some appreciation for you, and I want to um, just build on that based on what you were saying uh, just a moment ago about, you know, when, when you generate this content and when you help curate the content in the curriculum um, and, and, you know, in the episodes – Uh, the thing that you're gifting to all of us is that those of us that it's, so it all comes down to what's long been my favorite quote, but it's also appears to be a favorite quote of, of Nick Peterson and Jeff Moore and um, Dan and many other people is this Heraclitus quote, no man steps in the same river twice because it is not the same river, nor are they the same man. Right. So, We all maybe have been exposed and talking about these ideas for a while. But when we have to explain them to someone that is brand new to them, not only do we reaffirm what we know, we get reminded about what we don't know or what we don't know well enough or what we're not able to explain very clearly. So it it helps us um, re-step into the river and maybe get a different perspective and uh, the ability to get a little bit clearer about and confident about not just how we understand the principles, but how we um, use them in our own lives and teach them to other people. And so what you've built is just such a powerful thing because it, it serves all members, right? It serves the people that are inside the community and have been for a long time. It serves the people coming into the community that are just getting started. And it serves the people that are just curious and at the edges starting to try to peer in the open door to see what's going on in there. Um, So what you do is just so important and powerful. Um, I just want to, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll end my uh refrant here with just uh, where we began, which is just an appreciation for y- for you and and uh, what you've done. And I'm going to turn it over to Vivica to take us home.
1: <laughs> well, I'm, that was a perfect lead in actually, Scott, because coming off the holiday, the Thanksgiving holiday, I was kind of making a list and I'm working on a, on a questionnaire for everyone to kind of just give us feedback on some previous episodes. But, awesome. you know, I think we've done like 12 of these so far where we've had, um, we started off with me interviewing you and you interviewing me. And then we went right into guests and just want to give a quick shout out because everyone's, you know, kind of doing great things and the episodes have been great. But Jay, Jay was our first guest. Base case and build. Right. Um, we went into Jeff, Jeff Merck, the Merck method. Courtney, Courtney's had her. She has her book. She's um, also has her success finders um, group that she has going on. And we went into nick nick dr nick sotello anger resolution um then me and you just winged it one day we just kind of kind of did a wrap up show and winged it some stuff uh then we had jake anderson um who is building websites and doesn't have one of his own right so that was awesome uh joseph robertson who does a lot of the writings for for guardian which is awesome if you haven't read any of his stuff you're missing out um blake we went right into uh, Blake, and she's she's a coach, and she's re- redoing her website and all that. But she 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 gave us some good info. Then we went into Sam Ocean, gave us great information on marketing and stuff like that. Nicole, which is doing her spiritual journey, and she she has her website going. Into the, the man himself, Nick, right, who who gets us all here together, and then Mr. Dwayne. So yeah. just shout out to everybody who's come out and contributed and given us you know great stories concept, you know, wh- whatever, sharing, being useful. So I just wanted to show some appreciation of those guys to you Scott because this has been a, you know, fun. And i uh, just looking forward to to continuing this. It's been a it's been a good time for the past couple months. So, that was it. Some some gratitude.
0: Well, awesome. I'll, I'll, I'll go just,
2: ahead I'll jump in here and let everybody know that um you know, with Nick's episode, I posted it on the Guardian Academy podcast. Um, it's always good to go back and re-listen to Nick. But I've found watching replays on Facebook is, is not fun because you got to keep the screen open on your phone. And so, so I've moved all your guys' interviews over onto Inside the Den podcast as a season two with uh, Scott and Vivica. And um, so all the audio is over on Inside the Den podcast and we'll probably start coming out today. Um, And then all the videos I'm going to throw over on the Stay Wolfish YouTube channel. So if people need to go watch replays, and I think you should, like there was, you just named off an amazing amount of guests. So if you didn't catch that episode, then you can go to um, Inside the Den podcast and the Stay Wolfish YouTube and watch the replays.
1: Awesome. Awesome.
0: Yeah, that's fantastic. So, Vivica, we've we've actually really made it because now we're guest hosts on Inside the Den. Uh, so, uh, <laughs> I mean, our job here is complete. I don't know. I, I think I, I just I, got closer. Like <laughs> I said, like I said, my
2: gratitude my gratitude goes out to you guys for uh, stepping up and continuing these calls because there there are an amazing amount of cool people inside the Guardian Academy that need to be highlighted because they're making a difference. So, yeah, it's always awesome to have these conversations.
0: Awesome. Well, we got some uh, some love already for the the content that you're adding to Inside the Den. And uh, Vivica and I couldn't be more thrilled to uh, have this. What started off as like basically a dare on a, yeah. <laughs> call.
2: <That's> a private <laughs> chat. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God I'll do
0: it <laughs> yeah turn into something that's actually um, you know now we're 12 episodes in and so I think once, once you hit 10 it, it it's actually a thing. so uh, mm-hmm. I certainly look forward to continuing these conversations and so maybe just uh, as we're you know starting to think about the last month of the year, uh, we've got some more guests coming up. but for those of you that are tuning in, we would love to hear who you would like to learn more about. So mm-hmm. if there are members of the Guardian Academy or or people associated with the Guardian Academy that you would like for us to have on, then then let Vivica and I know who that is, and, and we'll be sure to have them on. And uh, just a, a final gratitude to to you, Dwayne, for all you do and for being here today. And uh, Vivica, gratitude to you, my intrepid co-host who puts up with all of Technology Man's uh <laughs> False stars and foibles, uh, appreciation to you. Take us home.
1: For sure. Well, Dwayne, thank you very yeah. much. Uh, we'll, obviously, everyone check out Stay Wolfish. Once Dwayne has all that figured out and uh, and puts it out, It uh, it's definitely going to be, you know, something that you want to definitely probably go to and, and learn from. The syllabus, check that out. Um, it's still existing. So if you need help to find it, just throw a shout out into the Facebook group and someone will link, you know, we'll link it for you. And um, yeah, if any guests you guys want to see, just let us know. I'm going to put out that sheet based on previous guests and um, some concepts maybe that they touched on. See if you guys want to dive deeper into that. And hopefully we can get Nick on quarterly. Um, So we'll see about um, having him come out quarterly as well. But that's about it. We have David Lyon coming up and Evan. So stay tuned for those um, coming up the next couple Tuesdays.
0: Awesome. Thanks, guys. Thank you all. And uh, we'll see you all next time.
1: Bye.